Welcome to No Picks After Dark, Baltimore Sun's best podcast of 2020, voted by you, the listeners. No Picks After Dark seeks to build a community based on human experience, storytelling, and conversation. Now your host, Aaron Dante. Welcome to the No Picks After Dark podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Dante. Today, we have a very special guest. Uh, this person I mean, doing big things on social media, big things. Uh, I first noticed her, uh, her page. I was like, wow, she got some good food places on here. Because, you know, I like to look at different food bloggers and whatnot and see what's hot, what's not, what, what, where, what's the place to go to. And, you know, I kept on looking at her page like, wow, she needs to be on No Picks of Dark podcast because every place she's talking about, I want to go. Or the place that she's been, I've already been. I'm like, I can co-sign that all day, every day. And without further ado, folks, Miss Simone, how are you doing today? I am doing well. Hi, Aaron. Hi, No Picks After Dark listeners. Uh, thanks for inviting me. I'm very excited to uh, do a podcast. This will be my very first one. So I'm hey. excited. Hey, at least I'm the first one because I'm going to tell you something. This, this lady right here is be blowing up within a year or two. Easily. <laughs> You're going to know this name, but didn't you interview her? But yep, I interviewed her. I knew she was in one of those picks okay. in the beginning. So don't forget the small people when you get up there, okay? Forget uh, the small I'll people. try my best. I'll try my best. <laughs> <laughs> so let's first tell everybody, name your website, name the IG page, and tell them about yourself. Let's go with that. It's your show. Go ahead. All right. All right. Well, let's start with myself. I am many things, but to sum it up for the listeners in the vein of what we're talking about, um, I'm a hungry 29-year-old who loves uh, food in Baltimore. About three years uh, three years ago, excuse me, I decided to combine all of those things into a, a food blog that I run called Charm City Table. Um, it's mostly run over on Instagram. I, uh, I spend a lot of time on Twitter as well. Um, but there I talk about the local eats and drinks. Um, you'll find a little travel on there. Also, depending on what it is, I'll partner with larger brands from time to time. So, yeah, all about food and drinks and celebrating Baltimore. Nice, nice. I love that. I love that. I mean, your blog, yeah, let me tell you something. You bet not, folks, you better not be hungry when you look at her blog. You better not be hungry. Because, <laughs> I mean. that That's the goal. The goal is to, to as soon as you look at a picture, to instantly make you hungry. So I'm glad it's, I'm glad it's working. <laughs> it's working. Let me tell you something. It's working, you know, being all pent up in quarantine. Right. You ready exactly. to go to, I'm ready to get some new food. So, <laughs> so let's get big, a little bit about you. I mean, you're from Baltimore, I am correct? from Baltimore, born and raised. I was born in Mercy Hospital. Okay. On St. Paul Street. <laughs> okay. Oh, yep. St. Paul, yep. Midtown. There right. you go. And, um, have you ever like worked in the food industry? Like, I mean, where does that passion for food come from? Does it come from your your parents? Does it come from a, a watching a food network? Like, where did this passion come from? Because I hear a lot of people say they're foodies, but I can tell you're truly a really good foodie. How does that? Where does it evolve? But yes, I I am a, a diehard, hundred percent foodie. I have never worked in the food industry. That's a big no for me. Uh, the only food experience is a funny story that I've had was like I did a part time gig. Um, yeah, to supplement my income when I first started working uh, at Christmas Village, which is the German market uh, that comes down by the Science Center, uh, like after Thanksgiving. 
And we, I worked at like the standard so pretzels and bratwursts and everything like that. And I set things on fire. I wore the wrong <laughs> shoes. <laughs> I wore the wrong shoes one day and like slipped and dropped 50 bratwursts all over the ground. So it, oh, exactly. Man. So I, I, I was like, let me leave the food and beverage industry to the experts. I'll just sit back here. <laughs> but my family, um, my family is where I think I got my love for food from. Um, we, we, you know, anything. I could be graduation, um, you know, a new job. I, I don't know. Anything we celebrated with food. And um, my mom's a very good cook. Her, you know, her family's a very good cook on my dad's side. Everyone, you know, that's how we celebrate. So I think, you know, all of my food memories, like my, my you know, cherished ones from my childhood come from food. So I think that's where it started. Um, and then I just kind of took it from there in college, trying my own recipes and checking out the food scene um, when I was in Richmond, Virginia, and then carrying that over when I finally moved back here for good. Nice. Now, okay. Now I'm going to ask you this question. Who's the cook in the family? Like, was your mom? Was your dad? Was it your uncle? Aunt? Was it somebody who was like, every time there was a family function, <clears throat> they always cook. And what, my mother, 100%. <laughs> and, and what is the meal? If I went over your mom's house today and you were like, this is the go-to meal, what meal would it be? So I think her, her. well, first of all, let me say she, she, cause she's going to hear this. She doesn't eat like that. <laughs> <laughs> she does. She's a very strict keto diet right now. Like that's, that's how she's been for the, I don't know, maybe six or seven years at this point. It's been a while. Um, but she will like throw down for Thanksgiving. So that's, you know, a Christmas. So that's what I really look forward to is, I mean, I don't even like turkey like that. And she makes a <laughs> crazy good, like juicy turkey, you know, mac and cheese. Um, I love uh, her greens. She does really good greens. Um, her coworkers have actually started like hiring her around the holidays. Like she's a teacher. And they, <laughs> they hire her to like cook their like holiday meals because they are that good candied yams, like that whole soul food. Like mm. that is, that is her, you know, her bread and butter, so to speak. It is, mm. it is heavenly. You know what? That is funny. You said that Thanksgiving is my favorite meal. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. You say that. Yeah. That, that's, that. that's all. That's what I look forward to the day after Thanksgiving. I'm like waiting for the next Thanksgiving. Well, you know what? I was, I was sold when you said macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. The collard greens. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the yams. I'm good. That's all I need. All, That's all Thanksgiving is a holiday. I could do sides all day. Yes. I don't need, I don't, me too. I, don't need to. I really, you could throw everything, you know, the ham and the turkey away, honestly, and give me the sides. And I'd totally be satisfied. That's that's just how it is with soul food in general. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. Now, <clears throat> let's, let's talk a little bit about the concept. Like, how did you, like, start this whole blog up? Because right now you have so many people that follow you. Like, where does this concept come from? I know you said you were like, I like food, but I'm going to start a blog. But like, did you think anybody would follow you? How did, did you catch one so quickly? Yeah, I don't, I always think about that because I don't, I don't know. What <laughs> um, the original concept was really to share Baltimore's best food spots and kind of show off the city through the food scene. Because, you know, a lot of the, um, you know, the the larger media outlets, you know, they, they really latch on to those terrifying or sad stories from Baltimore. And I'm like, mm-hmm. there's so much to offer, especially when it comes to food, because I love food so much. So that's kind of my lane anyway. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I, I went ahead and um, I had all these food pictures on my phone, like literally over like probably two years back. And I, uh, I was like, let me, let me just go ahead and get it started. Um, so I, I mean, it the passion was there. I just, so I, I just put it up and, and started, you know, started talking. And I think, you know, to, to my own credit, I stayed very consistent um, and then back back then, I, I would also argue that Instagram's algorithms weren't as weird as they are now. <laughs> so, you never lied. You never lied about that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it it really picked up. I would say in the first month, I got like a thousand followers. Like the very first month of me doing it. Mm. Um, so I I I'd like to think that people you know saw the passion there. Um, you know, I'm highlighting these food spots because there were other bloggers out there, not as many as there are now, but you know, for them to go ahead and, and follow mine specifically, I, you know, I'd, I'd like to think they saw the passion and, and saw, you know, how much I love the food scene and love Baltimore. And that kind of translated through what I wrote and the pictures that I took. I, I love that. I love hearing that. Cause I, I always have conversation with friends and um, we always, I mean, we always try to figure out a blogger, influencer, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. We always try to figure out how, where does it start? How does it happen? Like, there's no, there's no college course in this, you know, there's no, yep. there's no book on this. I mean, <laughs> yeah. but you have organically grown your client to like your followers, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Um, you can see love and passion in your photos. So how do you take these photos? Because I went to one place and I'm going to tell you, I was kind of, I was kind of nervous. <laughs> I want to eat some food at a restaurant and I'll go look over to the corner and there was like six people with cameras or yep. lights and yep. and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Are, are they eating or are they just having a good time? <laughs> like, I don't understand this. So take us through your process of taking a photo. Well, I you'll, mean, often, you'll often hear any food blogger say the camera eats first. So when you see that, that's us. <laughs> that's us feeding our cameras before we sit down and actually eat. And sometimes you, the food. You just named it. You just named this. You just, you just named the title of this, of this, of this, of this show right here. Of this episode. <laughs> the camera eats first. <laughs> yes. Go. But go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry for interrupting. Uh, but I really, I mean, it was practice. Honestly, if you scroll down to when I first started to 2016's Charm City tape, or, or mm-hmm. 2017s, whenever I got started, uh, you'll see some things that uh, aren't pretty. You know, some pictures that it looks like, um, you know, bad lighting, uh, not, you know, not the best angle that I could have taken. Um, but over time, I, I I took a lot of advice from the blogger community. They're really supportive. I can say they are a very, very supportive group. Um, so like when I first started coming to events, they would give me tips here and there. They showed me where I could get a food light and things like that. So I, I, that, you know, taking advice from, you know, other bloggers and playing with the lighting and angles for three years, honestly, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, the various editing apps. Um, and that's really how I, I was just, you know, and i also just asking other people, like my cousin sitting over here, I'll be like, Hey. Does this make you feel hungry? <laughs> She'll be like, yes, no. My boyfriend's a big one. He always looks through uh, all of my photos and he's like, oh, that one. That one looks great. So uh, it's a combination of things, really. I love this. You're, you were giving us, you're, you're, you're giving us behind the curtain, as I always mm-hmm. say. So we can peek around and see what it, what, how those pictures really come out. I didn't know there was a food camera. Uh, you, you're, you're dropping jewels and gems yes. right now into, <laughs> into the audience because I know we're like, I know you probably how to become like, a food blogger 101. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is amazing. Like, I'm sitting here taking notes. Like, 
I mean, I'm about to go buy me a food camera. No, there you stop. go. So I'll link no. it. <laughs> <laughs> we link. We got. You get down. Do you have a LinkedIn page with this too, or not? I mean, does it work that way? I'm well, just curious. Yeah, I, I mean, I have a LinkedIn page. Don't tell anybody because I don't use it. <laughs> okay. So, oh wow. Okay, that's yep. cool though. Yep. I mean, listen. You know, I, I get it. I I'm get just it. Kidding. Yeah. I don't care if people go on there. I mean, they won't find anything, but it's, <laughs> it's there. Um, but no, I haven't. I haven't done anything with it. So, I mean, you're a black female mm-hmm. in the food blogger world. Yep. I know there's a couple other ladies that I know that are in the food blogging world from Baltimore that are pretty popular that I know of. Yes. And how was that? How was that reception of, you know, coming into that food blogger world? You said that was a good reception, but how is it as a black female coming in and you're going to these predominantly owned white restaurants, okay, mm-hmm. in the city? Yeah. And how do you how does one even get invited to that list of getting to the rounds of where the cool food yeah this event this event how do you even how does that even happen like i'm just curious because you know i love representation that's yes. the first thing for me yes. and i think and i will get into palettes a little bit later on about palettes but how did you get in how did you get like so involved quickly and in getting that whole connection and you know, I, I know everybody says they don't, people don't see color, but in the day, we, they do. Yeah, um, yeah, very that's true. A cop out. That's a cop-out word for saying something else. But how'd you get in that niche? I'm just curious. Um, well, again, going back to how did it really take off? Who, who knows is the real answer, but I can tell you what I'd like to think. Um, when I, I had these big goals and I'll probably keep talking about this as we go down the questions of, of building a community. Um, so when I first started, I was reaching out to other food bloggers, whether that's via direct message, um, whether that's commenting under their photos, uh, saying, Oh, this looks really good. Or where is this? Or is this special still going on to like, you know, have a conversation. Um, so within that first, the first couple of months, I think maybe these people who are um, kind of the gatekeepers for the events who send out the invitations are are looking at who's posting, who's sharing. And when they, you know, when they see me under these comments or, you know, when they, when they see me out having uh, lunch with another blogger or a group of bloggers, it kind of is like, Oh, this, this girl is, is on the scene. Let's also extend an invitation to her. Um, so that's mm. what I like to think. In the first, I think it might have been two or three months starting Charm City Table, I was invited to a food event and it was literally uh, and then the next week. And then I had two events the following week and then I had three and I was up to like three or four events in a week. So it really took off almost immediately um, back then. But again, there weren't that many bloggers on the scene. Um, but I think that was the ticket really just sticking to that that initial goal of building that community. I think people saw that right off the, the jump. I like that. I like that. I, I always wonder just because I, I have a um, cousin that does a food blog and he does really well also. Mm-hmm. He's out in Arizona okay. and uh, in San Diego. And I just always wonder how that, you know, is there any people like, you know, Oh, why are she, why, are, how did she get an invite? You know, those types yes. of things when you start out, you yeah. know, just cause I, I observed the food scene. I try to, be observant of everybody and do a little homework of before I have my guests on. And I look and look at who's out there, who's making waves, what food people are out there and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, okay. She's, she's doing her thing. Yeah, I, like, no, I will I say wonder. another, another plug for, for, uh, 
the Baltimore blogging community, um, a lot of times, and I, I mean, I think this goes for everyone who I know who has started around the same time as me or after me. Um, a lot of bloggers will take you, you know, if they see your, you know, if they see your love and food and your, um, you know, you're trying to be in community with the other food bloggers, they'll invite you as a plus one to an event mm. they're invited to because a lot of these invitations do come with plus ones. I know I've invited a couple of people to come along with me. Um, <clears throat> Arlie's a big one. She'll she'll invite, you know, um, people to come with her. Uh, I know just a, a bunch of people. And I know now some bloggers have, you know, elevated their blog or their side hustle with their blog to where now they're the gatekeepers and they'll, they they know how it was. So they'll be looking around for other food bloggers. So I think the blogging community is really mindful in general in Baltimore about people who are kind of up and coming and, and uh, go out of their way to support them. Uh, I love that. That that's, that's that is that is a sense of community, and that's a beautiful thing. And yeah, it is. A lot of my podcast is, is about community. It's about uh, working together and mm-hmm. being understanding each other, understanding how we each other work and how we're not that different as people. We we exactly. just don't have the same things that we brought up on, you know. Exactly. But we're not that different at all. I like that. Um, has there ever been any trial or tribulations with blogging, or has it just been like peaches and cream the whole time? There are definitely some trials and tribulations. I I can give you, I'll give you some, um, some like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Mild challenges. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I the mean, ones that, I, that popped up, uh, you know, at the top of my head, I think um, as like a black food blogger from, you know, Baltimore, I wouldn't, um, I would say, I think there tends to be, like, I don't want to say a, a dismissive attitude, but a, more of maybe they just don't know. I can't really call it. But to like food and restaurants and things that I feel makes Baltimore great, like the public markets, i.e. like a Northeast market or even Lexington market before it had, you know, its whole, uh, you know, revamping. Um, or even lake trout or chicken boxes. <laughs> like those things aren't really talked about on the blogger scene, which I think is like, Crazy, because I know people, you know, native Baltimoreans, they they will fight you over their favorite <laughs> chicken box place. Like, it's, it's it's serious. Or, like, the best place to get a half and half or, or things like that. So I'm like, that needs to be talked about more on, you know, the blogging scene, because that is very much part of, you know, the food scene in Baltimore. Um, I think... I mean, as far as like different trials and tribulations on a um, personal level with with like restaurants, um, I I don't think I've given like a bad review or anything like that on my blog. If if I had a bad experience, I mean, to be quite honest, I'll just email the restaurant or like the manager personally or or talk to them. I I have I don't put people on blast like that. I try to give people definitely a chance to correct the mistake because you don't know somebody could be having a bad day or, you know, you don't know what it could be. So to assume that they're just, you know, doing it because they're, they're nasty is, is not, <laughs> it's not always the best approach. So um, I'll do that. Um, I also, I try to post on my feed, the, like the food, the entrees or the restaurants that I, you know, I loved either, you know, if I'm rating an eight out of 10 or higher. And then if I have a restaurant experience, I'll share it in my stories. And if I have something that I didn't think was that great, I'll say something like, I didn't think this, 
like recently I had a burger and I was like, I didn't think that burger was that great, but the crab cake was good. Like I'll try to, <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to be honest. Cause I don't want people thinking it's all, uh, you know, roses every time they go out, like they're going to have a 10 out of 10 meal every time, you know, every time I don't think that's realistic for any restaurant. Like that's not a knock on them. Um, so, I, I mean, those are minor things, like I said, but for the most part, it's, it's fun and it's all good. Well, I, and just for the, just for listeners, because I have we have listeners um, that are in California, Florida, okay. Virginia, all over. Um, what do you want to explain to them about like the chicken box, the art, the chicken box, <laughs> yes. the lake trout? Um, yes. Because I can go all day and half and half. I mean, those are Baltimore's building blocks of food. Like yes. I don't care what you call it. If like you come to Baltimore, you better get a half and half. I'm so you better glad get a you're chicken on box. the same page with me. Everybody kind of looks at me and scratches. I mean, a few don't because like, it's not representation. It's not representation. Yeah, it's not representation because yes. I have cousins who live who don't even go downtown, but they'll get a good chicken box uptown. Right. Or get a or get a half. Or, or I will drive a half an hour to get a good half and half. Like I will go to this place in Baltimore County. Um, not gonna, not, I'm not going to promote anybody on here, but they have mm-hmm. some of the best cheesesteak subs around okay. off Liberty Road. Off yeah. Liberty Road. I'm not going to tell you where, yeah. but I'll tell you afterwards. Well, I was going to say, tell me when the recording stops. Yeah, the recording's on. I, I, I'm not getting anybody, but those type of things that like, uh, and then another good cheesesteak place off Falls Road. That's banging too. Mm. But those are essential like comfort foods. And I know everybody wants a bougie food yeah, and a fancy look. Everybody likes a vibe. Don't get me wrong. Right, like, right. I, I get it, but I'm just like, do not exclude the things right. that have been here uh, and, the, and the things that, you know, native Baltimoreans like cherish, like I right. mean, chicken box for those who don't know. Um, it, it, I mean, it's essentially a fried chicken and most people will get like, um, I don't want to say home fries. What is it? What, like what, Western, fri- Western fries. Western fries. Yeah. Potato wedges, um, which are like the, the big fat giant fries and, uh, most people who are from here will get like salt, pepper, ketchup, mm-hmm. hot sauce, all, you know, poured over all of it. And it's it's in this box and you just kind of pull it out and you eat it and you have it with your drink, which is a half and half, half iced tea, half Ooh. lemonade, lots of ice and a little paper or, I mean, it's bad for the environment now, but like a styrofoam <laughs> cup. <laughs> Man, you you get me hungry. You get me hungry. That is a Baltimore staple. You know, ask anyone and they can tell you their favorite chicken box spot. Mm -hmm. What about lake trout? Tell them about, because there's no such thing as a lake trout fish. No. (laughs) (laughs) Lake trout is one of those things. You have to come to Baltimore and try it yourself. It's it's, it's a fried (laughs) fish. What is the fish? It's hake. It's hake. It's hake. Okay. It's hake. Okay. It's hake. I know what the it's hake. It's hake. It's 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 a hake, and 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 they and they have it. The bones. The bones are all in it. There's yeah. bones yep, everywhere in that fish. Yes. And um, like well what I said, crispy oh, yeah. fried. Yeah, you have it over fries with your ketchup. Again, the salt pepper ketchup, and uh, you know, you just dig in. Mm. Everyone has knows a good lake trout spot as well. If you if you're from here. I love it. I love it. I love it. So here's another question for you. Um, when you like, do you go to a lot of black businesses and like, you know, or do you try to equal everybody out, balance everything out? 
Because I feel like a lot of black businesses don't get a lot of love in the city. Now they're starting to get love. Yeah. That, but, yes. Now that is but, correct. They are. Right. Now they are. But I mean, I don't think they give that much love. And I see like, look at your stuff and you, you're, you're, you're already on the scene. Yeah, I'm on you're it. You're already <laughs> at this place. You're like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, do you, like, how do you treat business when you want to go check them out? Like, is it like, all right, let me find out about this. Or do you try to just treat all businesses equally all across the board? Because you know what the past. I'm Tell, I've been asked this question a lot recently, and when I tell people, I honestly like, like you said, if you look down my feed, you'll see black-owned businesses, you know, dating back to when I first started, and I think that's that is just how I eat, you know, like I, that's what I like to eat. That's where you know I go out with my family and my friends to these black-owned businesses. Um, you know, obviously, there's a, a deeper conversation about why people are celebrating and promoting black businesses now. And I've definitely um, been intentional these days about saying, hey, this place is a Black-owned business. But, you know, I've always gone to a Soul Cuisine Cafe or, you know, what, you know, whatever uh, Black businesses that I choose to, to support. But honestly, I, I, I think that is the way I eat. Um, so I, you know, and I share the places I eat. So I don't know if there's so much of, I don't know if I'm intentional about balancing it out. I wouldn't say that I am. Um, I, I share what I eat right now. Um, I would say I, I am intentional about posting more Black businesses uh, while people are ready to support. But um, mm -hmm. if you, you know, before, you, before, you know, all of this happened with uh, George Floyd and um, I'm, I'm people all, seeing this, all, yes, yeah. people seeing this sort of <laughs> uh, uprising taking place, I was always doing that. Yeah. I love that. I love that because that's one thing that I, when I look at any food blog or if I look at any influencer or whoever you may be out there and I look at, if I, if I want them to see if I want to have them on the show, I got to look at your history first. Yeah. <laughs> you just can't be all of a sudden I'm about black love yes, all of a sudden. Yes, I know. I, I can't, that to me is fake because yes, yep, you, need, you, yep. need, you need to be on it from day one. Yeah. You know, and I tell people, I was like, if you look at my episodes of the past, I had like, out of the first 10 episodes, it was seven African-Americans, six or seven African-Americans. And that's how yeah. I roll. And that's yeah. how I roll. Like, and like, like me, it's, it's your community. You know, that's, my, that's, right. who you're, that's who you're uh, in community with. And yes, we're, we're of course in community with white people right. um, who, are, who are great, but it's it's not a switch for some of us. You know, it's not. No, yeah, it's, it's not always been there. And we've just always been doing it. Listen, I wake up black, I go to sleep black, and yes. I look black every day when I wake up. <laughs> and right. I know and I and I know what I am. Yep. But but getting to the point, but I want these bloggers to understand this is not a flash in the pan. Mm. We are my friends and I, my listeners, we're watching y'all. Yep. We watching what your moves, watching what you're gonna say. Yes. Are you gonna be proactive? I don't wanna be talking to you next year talking about Miss Simone, they back the, we back the same thing. Yep. Yeah, yes. I know. I know. And I don't and people are creatures of habit. We are. And I yeah. hope that we can break that mold yeah. and just celebrate a lot more restaurants. That's that's um, right. Yeah, I really do. I really hope that. Um, so, what makes your blog stand out from others? What makes yours like pop? That's like because I mean I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I found your blog and I was like, yeah, sheesh, this, this is legit. Like I that and I'm not gonna tell yeah. listeners why I think it, but you tell listeners why you think yours stands out. Hmm. Also, a big question. Um, <laughs> 
Talk about yourself. Come on. Uh, yeah, let me talk about self-promote. myself a little bit. Again, <laughs> uh, going back to probably what I've said a million times in this segment, <laughs> in this segment here, I think I really have a love for the city and its people of, of all backgrounds. Like I try to be intentional about making um, what I post um, sometimes accessible and inclusive to like native Baltimoreans, to new folks, to tourists. Like there's something for everybody. And I do that by talking about the old places and the new things that the city has to offer. So like I said, I'm very mindful of the places that I share down to like the entrees, like if I'm at a restaurant and, and like I said on my story, if I don't think it's great, I'll say that. If I think it's great, I'll say that. Um, but I'm really mindful of the things that I recommend to my followers. And as far as the photos, um, like I said, I ask around and I'm like, this, this photo, does this make you hungry? <laughs> People <laughs> say yes, then I'll, then I post it. Cause that's always the goal. That's always at the front of my mind is, will this make you hungry? And one thing you said that I really like a lot, what you said earlier. And one thing I, I always do when any of my friends come in Baltimore, do you know where I take them? I take them to Lexington Market. Mm-hmm. When before Lexington Market, I take them down there. I said, let me tell you something. You might see Ratatouille running around real quick, yep. okay? You can get past that. Get past that because you probably don't, your favorite restaurant might have stuff in the back you don't see. I said, but I always go to the Peanut Man. Mm-hmm. Peanut Man is right yes. there outside of the- And the little brown paper bag. Yep, yep, yes. yes. Uh, the best peanuts in Baltimore City. Absolutely. I still think to this day, I said, I can go in there. I can go to the chicken wing place. I guess I get a banging bangers. I can't remember the chicken place in there. Did you go to Parks? The, there was some. Yes, Parks. Yes, okay. Parks. Yes. Yeah, that, I, I take them. The, I take them to Parks. I get them a nice, good, fresh, some real fried chicken. Yes. Um, then I take them over to Failey's and get some one dollar oyster shuckers. Yep. You know what I mean? See, yeah. that's Baltimore. That's, that's Baltimore. That if you want to teach and preach and understand food, you got to go back to the basics. Yes, I don't so ever true. see food. I don't see food bloggers do it. I don't see them. I see the fancy things, but I feel like I really, to get me a look at your food blog, I got to see the original. I got to yeah. see what, what you really all about. Yep. Anybody yeah. can have fun, fun sway. Really, I think that's so important because I, I think really what sums it up is that I like my food blog to be reflective of the city of Baltimore, like period. And that, that has to include, yeah, like the public markets and the, the chicken boxes and the lake trouts of the world. And it also can include, you know, dressing up and going to little Italy or, or whatever, but mm-hmm. it, it, it has to encompass all of that for me to feel like, um, you know, I'm doing a, a good job or, you know, I'm, I'm sharing what is reflective of, of this city. So I'm, I'm glad you said that. That's, that is exactly yeah. what I, I aim to do. That's, and that's exactly. So where do you see your like food blog going? I mean, do you see yourself doing a YouTube channel? Or like, you know, uh, going out, videotaping yourself and definitely talking and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a guest on my friend, uh, Ken. Uh, he runs a YouTube show called Baltimore Bite. I've been on there about okay. three times, three or four times now. And it, it is honestly so much fun. Um, yeah. But I see how much work he puts into like editing and even shooting and the concept. And I'm, I'm like, let me, let me stick to, uh, let me stick to Instagram and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and food writing. I've been practicing um, a lot of a lot of uh, food food writing um, that I'm hopefully going to share within the month. Um, just longer articles that people can read uh, when they need you know when they need a reference point for anything. It could be black-owned restaurants. It could be food trends in Baltimore. That sort of thing. 
So that's coming soon um, too. That's actually almost done. Um, but that's Sorry. what I'm kind of focused on as far as direction. Um, but let that's me know. not a YouTube channel. That is a lot of work. <laughs> Shout let out me. to Ken for being able to do that. Let me know when that drops. Let me know when that I drops. I, I, I love to promote that. I love to promote what you got going on. Please, I Absolutely. definitely do that. All right, so we're going to skip over a couple of things. So what is the best crab kick in Baltimore? Oh, let, let's, 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 let's get to the risk of the real deal. The best crab kick in Baltimore. <laughs> Coco's about a doubt. Hey, I ain't going to fight you on that. That's I'm a no-brainer for me. <laughs> the best burger. Hamilton Taverns Crosstown Burger. I'm like all mm. around Hamilton Larva. Okay. Right hey, hey, I tell people, don't <laughs> yeah. sleep on this area. Hamilton Larva is, a, is don't sleep on it. Booty area, yes. I love best br best brunch. I love Capara's Kitchen over in uh Waverly. Um okay, they never heard are, of it. yeah, they're uh it's a it's a black-owned um restaurant, a community seating. I mean, I guess that doesn't really translate in the COVID era. But it was, it was community seating, and there was also BYOB. Like you, you can oh. bring you know your own mimosas, and they have the best French toasts. Like they do all types of specialty French toasts. They do a really good chicken and waffle, shrimp and grits, catfish and grits. Oh, good food. They have great reviews too. You, yeah, it's it's very good. That's on my list now. That's yep. on my list. Drums or flats? You know. I am very indifferent, but I feel like the correct <laughs> answer is flat. So I'm going to say <laughs> a good place for vegan food. Or my sorry, mom is ve vegan on Green Mountain. You probably, if, if anyone has been looking at my blog lately, they probably see me post them a million times. I've had a lot of my followers, which I love, will like tag me and say, I went and it is actually incredible. I can't believe it's not me. Uh, so there's a place called My Mama's Vegan. It's like on the uh, 26th and Green Mount. Um, you have to check it out. It's the best vegan food yeah, you'll you'll have in, in Baltimore for sure. See, I did my homework because I saw that on your blog. I saw, I saw that on your IG. So it is so good. Best seafood platter or seafood place around? Do crabs count? It could be whatever. Like if I'm a tourist, I'm coming to town. You tell me. I'm going to follow you. You tell me what. Okay. To okay. Well, I'm. We saying... we 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 can we can break it up. We can break it up in categories. We can do we can do crabs. Let's do crabs first. Best I was going to say okay because I, I would have stuck right. with crabs anyway. <laughs> okay. All right. Best uh, place to get some crabs. Yes, crabs from Conrad's. Um, they have a couple of locations. I uh, I mean I recommend them all. Well seasoned big crabs. Um, perfect place to get them. A great date restaurant. Uh, my boyfriend and I really liked uh, La Scala. We like uh, in Little Italy. We like dressing mm. up and getting a bottle of wine. Their pastas are really good. Um, so La Scala is probably my my favorite date spot. What inspires you every day to do this blog? What inspires you? Um, honestly, again, like I've been saying, the love of food and uh, the people of Baltimore. Like I said, I think it's important as a as someone from Baltimore to share what is cool and new and wonderful but also to keep those local favorites and those community staples uh, at the center of these food conversations. Cause it's, it really is, it sounds cheesy, but it's part of what makes our city so charming. <laughs> you know, we I love it. Charm city. city. Charm yeah. city. Yeah. What's the best advice you've ever received? So mm -hmm. this is, this is going to be a two part. It's a two part. What's the best advice you've ever see received period. And what's the best advice you've ever received in the food blogging world? Okay. So two different, two different questions. Um, I guess 
Well, uh, overall, I'll say the the best advice I've probably ever received is just to be uh, a lifelong student and to always stay curious, you know, always ask questions. Um, If you're, you know, your question could be the thing that's on everybody's mind and they're just not ready or, you know, they just don't think to speak up about it. Um, So just always staying curious, always learning and growing. The best advice I've ever received as far as food blogging is concerned. Hmm. Um, I mean, honestly, probably I would say just the, like I said earlier, the photo advice. I mean, that has really been <laughs> a lot of You said help. cameras always yeah, eat yeah. first. And, and t- <laughs> yes, the camera always eats first. And like, I learned a lot about natural light, you know, versus like the, the artificial lighting with the, the food light that we carry around. Um, so I've gotten a lot of really good advice from, from like professional photographers on that, which has helped me uh, a lot in, in growing my, my platform. Nice, nice. And last question. What is your favorite dish at any restaurant? If you could spend like any amount of money, don't it could be any amount of money. If I give you a blank credit card right now <laughs> and I say, Miss Simone, go get the best, take you and your boyfriend to the best restaurant or wherever. It could be whatever restaurant. What would be the best favorite dish at the restaurant? What would you get? Um, probably 12 Coco's crab cakes. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, hey, listen, I'm not the mad. Coco's crab cakes with their fries and oh. their Caesar salad, honestly. Um, <laughs> but I hey. do go, I go through phases with like favorite dishes and things like that. Right now I'm okay. really loving like the red snapper from Peppa Flame that's on Locust Point. Uh, okay. so that's, uh, that's. That's what I'm loving right now and that I all I'm usually craving. But if I had to pick like based off of what I normally crave, that would be that Coco's crab cake every time. Now, now I I'm not gonna name I'm not gonna name name the place and I'm gonna you're you're gonna know where I'm talking about. Okay. But the place in Fells Point that everybody keeps on talking about. I have mm-hmm. not been there yet. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this other food blogger, and I follow her, mm-hmm. got out to her, she knows what I'm talking about. She said, This is the best crab cake in Baltimore. I'm not gonna name the place. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm, I'm and now I'm 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 questioning now when you when I hear that statement, when I hear that statement, I'm curious because I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Is it really the best crab cake? Have you had that crab cake down that there? That is a big statement. Yes, I've had the crab cake a few times, and yes, I can see why she would say that. So okay. that place, okay. yes, you have you have to try it. It it's it's up there. It is up there. I okay, put it that's in my top three. And that's black owned, right? Yep, it surely is. Okay, 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 okay. I'm what I'm what I I re, I'm I'm actually reaching out to him uh very soon. Oh, that's good. So, you know, yeah, that's but great. um be great. Solid just, crab just, cake, very, very good. Now, when it comes to food tasting, do you is it I know what you like is what you like, and what somebody else likes what they like. Some people don't put a lot of seasoning on their food, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> How do you distinct because that's why I question a lot of food bloggers. I do. Because I'm like, I might like collard greens. You might like kale. Right. So exactly. that might be something totally different. I mean, I guess with palates and what your palate, I can flow with what your palate is. Mm-hmm. And, when you, and when you put something on there, I'm like, I co-sign on that. Like, I, I like what you're talking about. Yep. I'm going to go yeah. check it out. Um, do you find that other bloggers have those issues where people, they say a lot of people are kind of questioning their food taste and whatnot? Have you heard that in an in, in industry? Um, 
I don't think I've heard that. I okay. think that most of the the larger uh, platforms, their stuff is for the most part is is pretty on uh, target with what I would like. Um, so I I don't know what what other bloggers who I I would look at their their food blog and be like ah oh, <laughs> sure you like that I I did it um, so I don't know if they they get any sort of criticism for that but for for the most part the the ones that I I see uh, they they're pretty you know on brand with what what I would like and what I think most Baltimoreans would like okay so I've I've actually interviewed I don't know if you know these. Women, um, Taste Buzz, WMAR. I don't know if you know them. Oh, yeah. Um, no, yes. Meg, so, Megan, Megan Siobhan. Yes. Megan Siobhan. So, yeah, I've interviewed them uh, last summer. So, I try to do one food person every summer. Okay. I try to do one food person, and you'll be the only person I will, maybe for summer. Um, and I will say, this is my only horror story. And I'm always hesitant to tell the story. But, no, uh, like I said, I never shout out any restaurant. I never do it. So, I belong to a brunch club. Mm. So, it's pretty cool. It's like eight of us. Yeah. Before cool. before COVID, we got the brunch. So like, and we probably ran like 20, 30 restaurants in the city. And we went every month. And we, nice. was, we, we yeah, we, we go boozy up, everything. If we want a boozy brunch, we go here. So we went to this one place that, oh, and these food bloggers, and they're doing it again right now, are <laughs> promoting. And they promoted it, and they promoted, this is the best food, this is the best food. And I said, I, I was the fool. This is where the palate, <laughs> this is where the palate thing comes in place. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was the fool. And I said, oh, well, people keep on saying this is a great place. So I took my eight, it was like seven. So seven, so seven of my friends to this place. We ate the food and everybody was quiet. Normally people talk during brunch club, laugh, smile, drink. Everybody was quiet. I was like, uh-oh. Nobody wanted. Nobody wanted to make eye contact yeah. with me this brunch yep. place. Like, oh man! And I, and, uh, and I knew right then it was going well. downhill. It was going downhill. <laughs> and I don't know. And like from what I've heard about, I've done my research from what I've heard about the owner of this place. He's a great person. Da da da. But I just remember seven. It was eight. It's actually included eight myself. We all hated that brunch. Yeah. Well. Well. And now it was, that Aaron, now <laughs> that you say that. I've been out of the game for a while because of COVID and I haven't been to that many restaurant openings like, like we used to. And I will say, you know, they, we, as bloggers, um, you know, with, with larger platforms, either, you know, we'll do, um, we'll go to food tastings. Um, Some of us will, you know, be comped the meal. Uh, We'll either get a free meal or some sort of, you know, I can't be like not cash payment, but we'll, we'll be paid to talk about um, or sponsored right. to talk about certain places. Mm-hmm. And I think that previously, you know, I think people have been really critical of food, food influencers uh, right. or in general, which has given us, uh, which has, you know, allowed us to, to rethink our blogs and, and say, hey, we need to be more honest. You know, people are trusting us with these food recommendations and we're trying to make the restaurant who paid us happy by saying, Oh my God, this is the best place ever. And it's, it's not that great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and uh, it was bad. It was yeah, bad. Yeah. So um, I think and, yeah, that's, ahead, that's definitely part of it. Um, it. I think people or bloggers rather are trying to, 
to go out of their way to please uh, the the person who has has paid them off with them free food, and not necessarily uh, realizing that oh well, wait I have twenty thousand followers who might be looking at this maybe I should. I was that was that was the first time that ever I ever played myself <laughs> a food blog, <laughs> and I was like never again. I'm yeah, gonna, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do a. That I'm going to do a, a test thing. run next time, but that it did happen. Yeah, and it, it, I, and we always wondered: Do you guys get paid? Do you guys get free meals? Is it? Are they trying to promote? And I, and like, I'm glad you answered that because a lot of people, a lot of people wonder that. A lot of people yeah. do, and and that's fair, you know. And yeah. I again, I and get I think it. I get it. There's there's uh you know there are ethical ways to do that. Um, to, you know, to tell people, hey, this is sponsored. Hey, I was invited to try. Or oh, that's, thanks, so and so for. For dropping these, you know, these delicious muffins off for me, I I got to try them and I think they're great. You know, so people know that that you're you didn't go and purchase this meal and and gave your opinion. You know, someone asked you to to basically say something nice about their their restaurant or their products on your platform. Hey, I and I appreciate the honesty. I yeah, appreciate you telling yeah. being real about that. Yep. Is there now? It's time to plug your social media. Tell them where we can find you. Please tell them where we can find you. Yes, you can find me mostly on Instagram uh, at Charm City Table, of course, all one word. Um, also Twitter, I'm I'm very active on there these days. Uh, Twitter is just such a fun place <laughs> right now. Oh, man. So I'm on there a bunch. <laughs> um, so you can find me on either of those platforms. And I'm hopefully uh, I'll be sharing some stuff soon on CharmCityTable.com where you can read uh, longer posts and longer recommendations of, of different food places around the city. Hey, that's a beautiful thing, Ms. Simone. I appreciate, I'm honored that you came on the, on the No Picks of Dark podcast. You could be anywhere else. You could be doing whatever, anybody else pod, but I love that you came on and spoke your truths. And I well, love thank it. Thank you love for inviting you... me. This was a lot of fun. I knew it was hey, going to be, but. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I, I appreciate it. Tell great. you. Tell the tell the blog tell the blogosphere like this guy actually got something going on. I mean, yep. <laughs> I he's he's keep, he keeping he's keeping it one hundred all the way yes, through. There's yep. no there's I'll, no I'll spread the word, spread it far and wide. <laughs> <laughs> but again, folks, again, thank you guys for listening. Again, without the listeners, there would be no show. So I appreciate everything, Miss Simone. Let's check out your blog. Let's support this lady. Let's support her all the way up there. I want her to be the best blog in Baltimore. Best blog in Maryland. All right, folks. Check out her check out her site, her website, check out her IG, check out her Twitter. And she got some new hot stuff coming out yep. in a month or two, or whenever it comes out. And I hope that I'm a I can be a part of that and help promote that on my page also. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So on that end, folks, peace, love, and happiness. Peace. We're out. Time, time.